0: Welcome back to the Surish Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how the battle commenced. We heard how the great warrior Jattu of Guru Hargobun died in battle while killing an enemy commander named Muhammad Khan. We heard how Kalyana, a Sikh of Guru Hargobun fought ferociously against the Turk troops, pushing them away and having many of them run back. Chapter 33 now begins describing how the main general, Abdul Khan, saw now how his forces, her troops, were frightened. They were running back. He got super pissed at them at that point. Then this enemy spoke out after calling Batam Khan towards him. He said, why are you not holding the lines? The battle has kicked off, so where are we gonna run now? Has your honor been struck by lightning? Before you were all talking so big, who can fight in front of us? And these six only have a few troops. What are you guys doing? Go quickly into the battlefield, shout out at them, and stop the six from pressing forward. So Batam Khan heard this, he's another commander. He got pissed. He was so angry he couldn't bear that uh, getting called out by his superior. He took some forces with him and he pressed forward in one heart attack, grinding their teeth all along the way. They jumped on the Sikhs, the tenacious great warriors of Guru Hargavan. rifles were just cracking off now all over. The Sikhs couldn't handle that. Khan had forced the Sikhs back. Along with bullets, the enemy forces were using spears, arrows, and other weapons all at once. From both sides, warriors were dying bravely. And the heavenly damsels watching from the skies above came down on their air vehicles and married those brave warriors in great joy before then taking them up to the heavens. These warriors would leave their body behind along with all their accumulated sin. And with a new body made from virtue, they would travel into the heavens with their beautiful bride. Guru Hargum, the great warrior, looked with respect at his warrior, Matra, He said, go, my powerful one, this Khan who's pressed in with great rage, who is pushing our troops back, go ahead and stop him, fight against him. He calls himself a great warrior. He's killed many of our troops. No one was able to stop him. He's holding a sword and killing many of our warriors. Matra heard this, the very respectful, toned commands of Guru Hargobind, and he was just delighted. Great bliss arose in his mind, and he said, oh, my perfect divine, if you are protectful, I'll kill him and throw him down. What is this coward and idiot? Death has enticed him into the battlefield. With your great support and glory, I could even go capture Shah Jahan himself." Matra then received permission from the Guru to go. He bowed down to the Guru before then speeding off on his horse, taking with him 400 warriors. They were all yelling out, kill, kill. They were powerfully hitting on their battle drums, pumping each other up. With great enthusiasm, they were holding onto their rifles while riding into battle. They proceeded forwards where Beram Khan had killed many in the battlefield. They created this chaos, havoc there. Amidst all the Turks, like a tiger jumping near a herd of deer, they first shot off great amounts of bullets like massive downpour raining down from the skies onto the enemy. The warriors hit the ground hard, causing a massive thud sound like a carpenter cuts down a tree in a forest. Many warriors were screaming out in pain. Many others were so resolute and determined, challenging others. The warriors mixed and clashed, striking down with each other on their swords. Bodies were laid out on top of other bodies. Blood was streaming and flowing onto the ground. The warriors remained resolute, standing firm in the battlefield, not getting struck down. In fighting and fighting, they still didn't get tired. All of their clothes were red, like they were playing holy. The guns were going off, making so much noise at that moment. Both sides were fighting so ferociously, bravely, not stepping back at all. They were fighting and falling there in the battlefield. In the havoc of the battle, the warriors were yelling out, kill, kill. And with their weapons, they were striking down and killing each other. It was a horrific battle. Cowards looking upon it would freak out. The warriors, they were enthralled by it. They had a red glow on their face and they were killing the enemies fearlessly. Some had their heads cut straight off, others their arms were cut, some their legs, some were missing all their limbs and falling to the floor. At that point when Matra blocked the advance of Badam Khan, Badam Khan was shooting out his rifle and yelling out to his troops saying, ''Kill him! Why are you guys standing here? There's only a few of these six. How have they blocked you?'' So Badam Khan said this and then took his 100 troops with him. They lifted up their weapons and pressed on the six. Both sides were letting off their rifles, causing havoc. Horses, along with the warriors, were being knocked down. Some warriors were killed there together with their horses in the battlefield. Others were getting knocked straight off of their horse. Some had their shoulders cut, others their chest was ripped open with bullets. Some had their head chopped off so quick that their body would get up and run around like a chicken for a little bit. Some had their legs chopped off and still they would try to get up and fight face on with the enemy great anger swelled up in matra he moved around on his horse shooting off rifle fire to stop the enemy the battle drums in the background were being beat heavily while the warriors were shooting off their arrows thrusting their spears yelling out kill kill their swords were drenched with blood at that point both sides clashed they were locked in this close quarter combat the warriors were getting killed and beheading enemies as well at this point both sides were losing a great amount of troops Badam Khan, though, was providing support fire along with his troops. At that point, though, he took out his sword from his sheath and he would press ahead, just cutting people down. No one was able to face him straight on. Whoever stood in front of him would just get cut down and thrown. This is how viciously he waged war there. Badam Khan, the great warrior, jumped into battle with his sword, cutting many down. Nobody was able to stop him. He killed and threw them down, creating great havoc. Such a powerful warrior he was, Badam Khan. He would make his horse dance with such agility while striking, wounding, and killing others. He knew the science of warfare well. How to slice, how to cut with the exalted sword. He wouldn't be stopped, and he killed many Sikhs. Warriors were running towards him, trying to stop him, but they were just getting pierced up by him with his spear when they got close. The Sikhs saw this great, powerful warrior, Badam Khan how he was killing everybody, pressing forward with great pride. He got close in front of them and killed many Sikhs. Matra saw this, how Badam Khan was just decimating Sikhs. There were just bodies all around him. So he went towards Badam Khan, taking some warriors with him. He positioned them around that area. He loaded his gun with bullets. He downed the gunpowder and shot off his gun, killing many Turks. Their horses ran away. Many Turks were killed leaving behind their body. Both sides were enraged, they were holding up their guns, all shooting at once. Face on, they were pressed and fighting. No one was running away, either killed or killing there, laying there on the battlefield. Many had their heads ripped open by these bullets. Matra, in great rage, quickly moved around on his horse and got close to Varam Khan, who he saw pressing greatly forward in the battlefield. Matra yelled out at him, saying, You've killed many warriors here. You've not met your match yet a warrior who could hold his own in front of you. So stand in front of me, don't run away now, and I'll show you the strength of my hands." Listening to this, Badam Khan just laughed and said, "'What do you know about the Tales of Weapons? You've only been able to kill all these Thodics because I've not yet come in front of you with great anger. Look around. I've killed everybody here. Now I'm going to take your head off your body.' When Badam Khan said this, that he should stay there, Matra then shot off his rifle, letting off a great crack. Badam Khan knew this was coming and he was moving around on his horse. He was saved, but the bullet hit the back leg of the horse, and the horse quickly fell on the ground and couldn't walk with three legs. Badam Khan just got up on foot. He had a shield, he had a sword in hand, he readied himself, he looked around, and he began cutting down many-six. Killing many-six along with their horses, he was just moving around with such agility protecting themselves. Many warriors weren't able to protect themselves from his strikes, they fell on the ground. Others were yelling while running towards him. They had all now encircled Badam Khan, these warriors of Guru Hargwan. But still, Badam Khan was so skilled, he moved around, avoiding all these countless strikes. It was as if he was dancing, moving with such great agility, blocking all the strikes on his shield. The warriors were just shocked watching him, in awe of his excellent footwork and swordsmanship. All of this made Matra even more angry, and he just jumped off his horse at that point. He tactically approached, skillfully, moving aside to side to avoid any strikes. And when Badam Khan then quickly did a swing with his sword, adorning great swiftness, Matra then pounced forward, entering Badam Khan's space. Getting in between both of Badam Khan's arms, his right and his left arm, he grabbed his torso. Badam Khan was trying to get away, but just couldn't. Because of the great strength of Matra. And Matra, using these very strong arms, he picked him up and threw him down on the ground. Matra was mounted up on Badam Khan now at this point. He just took his sword and just sawed off Badam Khan's head. Matra got up, threw Badam Khan's head towards the Turks. The warriors of Guru Harguman saw this, how Matra killed Badam Khan in this manner, were just overjoyed. B- Badam Khan's troops, his battalion saw this and they were just enraged. Seeing their commander lose his head and have it just thrown away like that, they all pounced on Matra at that point with swords, spears, arrows. They surrounded him, the great warrior, like how night stars surround the moon. Matra was cut up into pieces and pieces while killing many there in his last stand. Guru Hargum looked on with much grace and admiration at Matra, who fought so bravely. All the six were saying, Than, Than, blessed, blessed is Matra. Both sides were in tight, close combat now. They had put away their guns and now were clashing with spears, making their swords dance, making rivers of blood flow. They were using Katar as punch daggers, fighting so bravely, giving up their life. It was as if they were looking at the heavenly damsels above, offering their life just to marry them. Even with their heads getting cut off, they didn't take one step back in battle. Fighting so bravely, killing others while themselves getting killed and laid out on the battlefield. This is how the vicious battle continued, with thousands now dead. The cowards saw this and ran away. The warriors looked on with great resolve. This is how chapter 33 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear the Sikh Kaliana and how he battles against Khan. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who've been supporting the podcast through the Mangalajaran Patreon page. Okay, come back. Okay, I said, I think I'm a lot of money. Got it. Got it. Got